Trump's shutdown stops science, but not his plans for Arctic drilling. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Climate change research and efforts by the government to monitor the environment have come to a halt due to the current federal shutdown. The New York Times reports that across the country, labs have closed, scientists have left the field, grant monies are threatened, and planning for future studies, some of which are time-sensitive, have been disrupted. NASA's client scientists are not around to analyze data collected by satellites, but other staff are in place to make sure the spacecraft are functioning and safe. e News reports that nearly all employees of the Department of Agriculture working on climate change efforts are furloughed and travel bans during the shutdown will result in no officials attending major conferences like that of the upcoming American Meteorological Society. Efforts by the administration to replace rules that would reduce emissions under the clean power plan are in turmoil because no one is there to review public comments about the proposed rollback and no staff is available to prepare responses. But the shutdown is not stopping the Trump administration from moving forward to open more areas in the Alaskan Arctic to oil and gas drilling. The Bureau of Land Management is proceeding with four meetings as a part of an environmental review process, some of which occurred last week. A former Interior Department employee told radio station KTOO that she had never seen anything like that in prior shutdowns, as all non-essential work was stopped and employees were not even supposed to be checking emails. The new president of Brazil, in office only a few days, has already acted against environmental protections and indigenous people. Jair Bolsonaro was inaugurated on New Year's Day and within hours transferred the regulation of new indigenous reserves to the Agricultural Ministry, which The Guardian reports is controlled by the powerful agribusiness lobby. The move will result in more deforestation and violence against native peoples, according to one of their representatives. Environmentalists maintain that protecting the indigenous people's areas is a way to protect the forest, not to mention the people who live there. Most of the Amazon rainforest is in Brazil, and CNN reports that it has lost 20 percent due to deforestation since the 70s, making way for cattle ranching, farming, mining, and hydropower. But Brazil's new environment minister has questioned whether his country's Amazon region has experienced high deforestation and has called the global warming debate innocuous and secondary. Last year, Brazil withdrew its offer to host next year's U.N. climate talks to move the Paris Agreement forward. While Bolsonaro has threatened to pull out of the agreement entirely, it's not yet clear if he will do so. There may be a new eco-friendly way to make plastics for bottles, bags, and packaging. In a report from Tel Aviv University, researchers say they've made a material derived from microorganisms that feed on seaweed. Unlike plastics made from petroleum, which takes centuries to degrade and produce toxins, the new material produces zero toxic waste and it recycles into organic matter. While some factories can already produce these bioplastics, the authors say this new method is better because it doesn't require agricultural land and fresh water. Countries with freshwater shortages like Israel, China, and India may be able to switch away from traditional plastics. And in the meantime, The Guardian has published a list of ways people can reduce their plastic footprint. One way is to stop using shower gels that come in plastic containers, replacing them with good old soap. And liquid detergents can be found in recyclables or refillable containers. Also on the list is switching to bamboo toothbrushes instead of plastic and buying things like rice and pasta in bulk 
bulk to avoid small plastic packaging. Speaking of which, foil, which is recyclable, is preferable to film wraps. To learn more about how to reduce your plastic footprint, go to our website at h2oradio.org. Climate change may be having an effect on whether baby turtles become males or females. Sea turtles lay their eggs in the sand on beaches and bury them. The temperature of the sand will determine the gender of the hatchlings. As Eartha reports, a new study done at a marine park in West Africa predicts that under the worst-case climate scenario, more than 90% of the turtles in that region would be females. And even if robust action is taken to stem warming, nearly 80% will still be girls. Another study earlier this year found that turtles of the Great Barrier Reef, far away from West Africa, were almost all female for the past 20 years. But the researchers in the new study had some good news about the turtles in West Africa. Those creatures can lay their eggs in coastal forested areas, resulting in males, and leave some of them in warmer sands to become female. And finally, Christmas may be a distant memory by now, but Christmas trees don't have to be. According to new research, instead of kicking that pine tree to the curb where it will slowly rot in a landfill and emit greenhouse gases, it could have a second act as mouthwash, adhesives, or even paint. Unlike other wood products or plants, pine needles are not suitable for manufacturing or energy because they're composed of lignocellulose, which is a complex polymer. But Cynthia Cardi from the University of Sheffield has found pine needles are suitable for something else. They're great feedstock for creating other chemicals. Cardi discovered that when pine needles are broken down with heat and environmentally friendly solvents like glycerol, they become a liquid product called bio-oil and a solid byproduct biochar. The bio-oil contains chemicals that are used in many industries. Glucose is used in the production of sweeteners for food, and acetic acids are used for making paint, adhesives, and even vinegar. The biochar is a great soil amendment and helps prevent nitrogen runoff from croplands. And the whole process of recycling pine needles is sustainable because there is zero waste. As Cardi notes, the tree that adorned your house over the holidays could be turned into paint to decorate it in the future, painting it green, so to speak. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org.